2: This is uh, headed by Kristen Stewart who's going to be 30 this year. Wow. That that that'll make you feel old. <laughs> Nothing will. Welcome to Sincast, presented by CinemaSins. Alright everybody, welcome to the Sincast. This is Chris Atkinson from CinemaSins, joined by Jonathan Watkins of CinemaSins. Hello, hello. And today we're gonna be doing a mini pod. Uh water pod hmm water pod, kristen pod Chris, yeah we could Christi do pod christy pod stewery pod uh <laughs> water pod underwater pod okay whatever It's it doesn't matter of <laughs> uh, underwater we're doing a, a review of underwater this is our first movie of 2020 Yep. we didn't do the grudge i don't think we will be doing the grudge but
1: uh,
2: I heard that it was terrible anyway.
1: Yeah, so. I did. I did as well. Is this the first? This is the first twenty twenty movie you've seen, right? Yes. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um. So.
2: Um. And there are other things coming out this week, like like a boss, and the nineteen seventeen's got its own like. Uh, um, it's got its own uh, release yeah. finally yep. after being limited and everything. I Feel
1: like I've seen that preview for every day for a year now. The like a boss. Yeah, yeah, like a boss. No, it's <laughs> it was on everything. It was literally on every movie I watched. It was. Like, I've got Salma Hayek's like voice in my head talking about her boobs.
2: Yeah, well, and and her and Jennifer Coolidge like bumping into each other, and she's like, "Oh, yours are like stone,"
1: <laughs> and
2: uh and uh you know, and Tiffany Haddish saying so We need to be those yeah. badass bitches like those women on one and like the ones in Wonder Woman yeah, or whatever.
1: After we talk about this, maybe we should have done like a boss. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs>
2: Um so yeah underwater um is, is and you know this is the this is the thing right january is the dumping ground for movies that they couldn't find good sort of tent pole dates to yeah. put in yeah. and 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 succeed and uh, like any, like all these movies that come out in January would have gotten crushed everywhere else. Is basically what yeah, they're saying. Yeah, most likely. Um, and uh, so so typically these aren't these aren't very good movies. There's occasional surprises here and there. Yeah.
1: there's a Cloverfield every once in a while that gets thrown I, in. Yeah, I would even you know even you get something like last year we had Escape Room was yeah, a yeah. nice was a, was a nice it was a surprise I think it probably I isn't, think so it might be it's not as good as like. You know, because we did watch it again for the Cinema video, and I don't think it was quite as good. And there's definitely issues with it, but it's a very fun movie, and it, it was a surprise hit. It's getting a sequel. It's coming out later this year. Yeah, it's, so uh, uh, yeah, it, you know, every now and then you get uh, you get a bit of a diamond in the rough. Uh, I, I don't know that this is it. Now, no, um,
2: <laughs> immediately uh, when you saw the trailers for this, you thought of Leviathan, Deep Star Six, yeah, the Abyss, yeah, Sphere all these movies these underwater aliens yeah and well and of course that's yeah. the that's ultimately what this movie really sort of patterns itself uh, with although maybe not so much the aliens was more about like it had a lot more weaponry and like action and
1: no 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 yeah and i i don't think this is very similar to aliens in most regards i'm just saying like when you see the preview you immediately think you see a team of people in
2: a place that normal people don't ever spend their time and there are creatures and so on and so forth exactly um uh we uh yeah this is uh headed by kristen stewart who's gonna be 30 this year wow that 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 will make you feel old,
1: <laughs> nothing will. What was her, like, so Panic Room, was that kind of like her first? That was her
2: first big one. Okay. And, okay. Uh, and that was where I first saw her anyway. And, of um, and, uh, course, uh, rose to fame with Twilight. And yeah,
1: and you know what? Make fun of people for doing movies like that all you want. But, God, look at the career. Her and Robert Pattinson both. Just look at the career they've been able to have just from the – I, well, A, the exposure that Twilight got them for other people, but B, also the, just the financial security. I mean, yeah. you, can, you can just kind of go do whatever the hell you want. It's like after George Clooney, uh, you know, was thinking about doing Batman and Robin, and his accountant said, well, if you do this, uh, you're good. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. like, go do whatever, you know, whatever you want. So uh, she's been able to do a lot of interesting movies. I feel like she's kind of going back to Hollywood almost, though, because, like, she did Charlie's Angels earlier this mm-hmm. year. And now we have this. Um I mean I still could see where she would find this a little more interesting than your average uh big budget film, I guess. But um this still feels a little more mainstream than what she had been doing. Yeah. Stuff like Personal Shopper right. and Lizzie. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. So
2: um but yeah, the the basic story is they that there's a bunch of people who work in this. It's a it's a it's an underwater facility about six miles, I think. Yeah. Is, is somewhere underneath the water. Uh, They are drilling, I'm assuming, for oil down in the uh, ocean.
1: Yeah, I I, I guess. I never could quite figure out what they were doing, because this movie kind of just throws us in to everything. It's
2: an energy source of some sort.
1: That's all we know.
2: But they're drilling. Uh, that's the thing. And there's, like, I guess multiple drills set around the uh, the bottom of this ocean floor or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Uh, and, yes, yeah, something happens where, you know, it's the whole, like, flooding of water comes through. And and uh, and her character, Nora, uh, teams up with this guy who is played by Mamadou Athi. I can't remember what his character's name was, though. Yeah. Um, uh
1: but uh yeah he, this is the weirdest imd page i've ever seen in my life fyi there's like no character name maybe some of these people just didn't have character well names. no it's uh
2: <laughs> it's because the imdb <laughs> has started doing that stupid shit where they don't put the character names well although oh, this one yeah. this one looks like just nobody's filled it out except for a couple so <laughs> but there there are you go to the imdb for something like the godfather sometimes and then you won't see character
1: names oh gotcha gotcha but apparently um, he was in he was in the circle which i did not see yeah. and uh, he's going to be in jurassic world 3 yeah so they there's a whole thing there where they you know you have uh
2: water flowing in she has to do something real you know do something to to stop the yeah. damage and then then there's a whole assessment is there anybody still alive is there you know is there any way to go and all that and they run into vincent cassell who's like mm-hmm. the main boss guy of this whole thing yep. and he Sets out a, a, uh, after some assessment, sets out a chart of some sort where it's like, We've got to do this. That's really fucked up, and then we've got to do this. That's really yeah. fucked up to get to this one place that may not even be, yeah, you know, uh, safe anymore. Exactly. But we have to do that. And, that's wh- the basic and, premise.
1: Yeah, because where they are is obviously not safe, and they're talking about how the stuff above them is, you know, crashing down on them. Mm-hmm. So they have to just kind of do whatever they have to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Try to get out of there, which involves walking, I guess, on the ocean floor. Which you see that in the trailer, right? Uh, yeah.
2: Um. So before we get into spoilers and everything, um uh so I I I, I will say this, and this is the non spoilery part, there there are some decent things in this movie um where I feel like it it's I feel like movies are pretty good when it's not just the creature they have to worry about. There's yep. all sorts of other uh, challenges and I everything. Agree. Yeah, yeah. However, I don't think the way this movie is filmed really helps you out very, yeah. very often in in that regard. Uh, so, like, there's some some decently cool things in here. Um, and I'll get into one that I thought was actually really good and spoilers. But um, uh, but overall, I, I found this really hard to watch.
1: Yeah, um, I thought. The first like 10 minutes, I was um, I was thinking I was going to be into this because um, I don't know if this is full on in media rays, the way it starts, because it doesn't really, it just propels forward. So I don't know what you call that. But we kind of, it's actually a scene in the preview. I guess we can talk about it more in spoilers, but it kind of starts um in the a- actions very quick like mm-hmm. it's very much like just uh, you're less than a minute in probably maybe two minutes in. yeah it's
2: like some Kristen Stewart narration for yeah. about a minute yeah
1: yeah and then it's just uh it's it the the scene where she's brushing her teeth and stuff in the in the trailer um you know that's where it starts and I mean so I thought that was kind of cool because it just kind of puts you right in there um but then like I said after like 10 minutes it just I don't know it dwindled it kept dwindling and I just I had a hard time with it I um this could be an old man thing. I mean, you know, i'm forty three, but, um, I couldn't understand some of the dialogue just because I think the action was like the the background noise was so loud. Did mm-hmm. you have this issue? Yeah, um, so I had a hard time even understanding, and they're talking about a lot of technical stuff. Mm-hmm. So I can't really hear what they're saying. I can't I don't really know what they're trying to do. So that was hard to follow. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, the movie itself is just very jarring. Like, I don't know. I don't know who's really to blame for that. I mean, I don't know if it's, specific. I mean, I'm sure the director has a lot to do with it, but um, yeah, it just, it doesn't look that good. Yeah. Um. It's, it's like you said, it's just, it's really difficult to watch. Um. Some of it's the editing. Some of it's just the murkiness of like when they're in the water and, and, um, you know, that kind of stuff, but, uh, yeah, it's, I think that's a great way to put this. This is a very hard movie to watch.
2: William Eubank directed this. He did a movie called the signal, which I don't, I never saw that.
1: Um, I is that, maybe that's the one I've seen. I've seen a movie called the signal, but I don't know if that's the one I've seen, but, um, let me see. That is, yes, I believe this is the one I've seen. I think Lawrence Fishburne is in this. Um. Yes, and this was also kind of a hard movie to watch. Olivia Cook is in this too. Um. I. I remember. I don't remember much about it other than I. It didn't really. It didn't stick with me. Let's put Mm. it that way. It was just kind of one of those late night HBO movies or something. Um. So yeah, grading this. I don't think this movie is just total garbage.
2: Um. There's some decent performance things. There's a couple of cool things, but on the whole, it's not a very good movie. So I'm gonna say this is a C minus for me.
1: Yeah, I'm going to actually I'm uh, yeah, I I was back and forth. I mean, it just cuz it kept getting worse as it went along for me. Uh there are some decent scenes um and we'll talk about the creatures more in spoilers. There was some things about those that were interesting mm-hmm. to me, but um I yeah, I'm going to go D, I guess I'll go D+. I was thinking D, but I think you're right. It's not just so I'm still going to go D plus. So I, I can't. I, I can't quite get into C territory. I mean, I think
2: we're. I think we're both saying this is sort of garbage. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um. And in fact, I'm. I would be tempted to go down another grade, even. But it. Re- it it's I, not like. Like I. Like again, and and you may and. Uh, Others of you may have heard me say this before. I think once you get into D territory, yeah, you are in that absolute like you're almost getting to the room. That's yeah. how bad it's getting. Yeah, and uh, I don't think it's quite there, but it is close to it because it's it's you know it's one of those it,
1: it's one of those where I, like you said I think there's elements of it that work, but the, talking about how it's hard to watch, I just think as a movie. I just think as a movie it fails. Kind of like Countdown. We talked about this with Countdown. It mm-hmm. just And I and maybe there were some issues. Maybe there was some, you know, maybe there was some studio interference. I I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um I couldn't really tell. Um but um and I hadn't heard anything about that if there was, but I'm just saying that may be a possibility, but it felt like kind of one of those movies where yeah. it was tampered with to the point. And I, I think this is maybe moved once on. I don't know, but that also has to do with the Disney Fox merger. So that might have nothing to do with, you know, even if they were going to release it at a different time. Mm-hmm. Um, But uh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I know exactly what you're saying. All right, let's
2: get on to spoilers for this.
0: Is He's Luke's what? father is actually Darth Vader.
1: She's the sister and the She's
0: daughter.
2: They just no, 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 was- no, 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 no. I'm reading the books. All right, so, I'm sure, where do I want to start on this? <laughs> um, well, this isn't spoilery. I, I talked about this somewhat in the non-spoiler, but the, the main takeaway I have from this, I don't know what it is, but uh, action directors who are making movies like this are obsessed with cutting. Mm-hmm. throughout the yeah. entire thing yep. and this has been a problem now for a long time this isn't this isn't a new uh problem yeah. uh, you can go back to even I would say to the mid '90s, where the MTV style of editing is where it really started to come
1: come yeah. in. I mean, I think Michael Bay has a little bit to do with it. Michael
2: Bay was a music video director who came in yeah. and and started to like, let's do let's do them like music videos. But Fincher did too, and Fincher sure. didn't do that. I, at least I don't remember him doing yeah. that. Um, but I do believe there was that sort of that MTV influence, and you can see that in all these action movies now. Um, it gets to the point where they, they're they just giving you snippets of things to look at, yeah. and I'm like, okay, where's that? And then it cuts to something else before you can even yeah. decide where that's yeah. going to be, and it cuts to something else, and you're like, okay, wait a minute, where's that? I don't even remember this being established at one point. Yeah. The place where they're at, all the things where everything is, and all this, it's just constant through this movie.
1: There's a scene early on when they first start trying to make their way towards this um, I can't remember what they called it but it's I guess it's some kind of it's a vessel that's got like the escape pods on it and stuff and mm-hmm. I think maybe the vessel would actually take them up maybe um, and they're just they're descending into the ocean so they can get to like the next point point. Mm-hmm. and so they're all crammed in like this little circular area and I don't know why you wouldn't just do like a wide shot or maybe a couple of separate shots, but instead it just cuts everywhere. And I mean, I and then eventually one of the characters ends up dying in that scene because his face, his mask cracks or whatever. Yeah, which
2: by the way, those fucking masks are so ridiculously tough. I know, like to to, yeah. to think that there's even one that could crack like that. I know. Is, it strains credulity With, by without, the end of. without
1: something like hitting it or whatever. Because they, yeah, you're right. They fall and they do all kinds they, of stuff.
2: There's a point where one of the creatures like wraps yeah. its fucking mouth yeah. around it. Yeah, and like- it, and we're talking about these things have been smashing <laughs> up the entire. Uh
1: underwater thing. Um <laughs> But that but that's a scene where I think what you're talking about comes into effect because it's 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 so it's so frantic. And I mean I guess that scene is kind of supposed to be, mm-hmm. but it's too much. Like it's just it's almost like uh you know it's like it's like they're trying to get the entirety of the madness of uncut gems into like this yeah. little circular <laughs> yeah. thing. I don't yeah. know. It's crazy. Well, we
2: know that there's we know that there's a deal with the the you know the water pressure and the pressure yeah, and all yeah. this. You know, we know that there's stuff with that but like i started going wait a minute what i mean i know the helmet was defective that was the main yeah, thing yeah yeah but, but then i was like why why do you need to open the door right now like i was you know i i was i was so like caught up in what what the hell was going on? I didn't know why they wanted to. Do-
1: yeah. there. I mean, there was like a little thing where they're, yeah, I, I, I mean, I got the impression the people in front of them that were opening the door couldn't hear. Yeah. Yeah. Them. You know, it was all of a, it. was a quick thing, but still, yeah, it's just, it's a crazy <laughs> scene. And it's a, I mean, it's an interesting idea because then after that, they're basically having her, Kristen Stewart and um the other woman they're having to. It um, was
2: played by Jessica Henwick. Yeah. Who, who, a
1: lot of people know from
2: Game of Thrones as one of the. Oh, sad- yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Nymeria Sand, I believe. Is, yeah, that's right. And uh, um, she was also in Force Awakens as one of the one of a yeah, fighter pilots. But
1: they're having to like float through like this dude's uh, body, basically. Because yeah. like he's gone everywhere. Mm-hmm. He's just which I guess that's what happens when you implode. Who I don't knows. know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't studied it. But anyways, but yeah, that that was a that was just one of that was one example of a scene where I was just like I was just so confused as to what I'm supposed to even be paying attention to.
2: Just, you know the the other thing about the cutting, it's not just happening during action scenes. It's happening in the middle of lines. Yeah. Like I I I'm wondering if. The issue is for some directors or maybe editors or maybe studios who I don't don't really know what's going on, but their take during the first part of their line is fine. And then Mm -hmm. the second part of their line, they're worried about something, either the performance or they're better in another angle. Yeah. And they're like, well, he's good in this angle. And in the other angle, he's not as good. So why don't we just cut during the middle of the line and he's we've got the yeah. best of both worlds. Yeah. And it's happening like that even. That's how bad
1: editing is right now. No, that's true. And you get that a lot in this movie. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and they're in such these – and I think it's just they're so – in these confined spaces – where the way they shoot it, it just makes it so much worse. I think because of the because of the setting, we don't know what this underwater facility is. Exactly, we haven't, we
2: haven't walked through this place. We
1: don't know what it. You know, we yeah. don't know all the stuff. And that's part. I mean, that's part of the movie's fault because it chooses to start us in. You know, we don't even know who these people are. We don't know what their specialties are. Um, so the movie has to show us in different ways because it chooses to start at this point. But if you're gonna choose to start at that point, I'm fine with that. I think that's a cool idea. But they had—it's almost like they had nothing in place. They wanted it to just be like a standard move, a version of this type of movie. Mm-hmm. Whereas in these other ones, like I had a lot of Deep Star Six, by the way. In this, in fact, if they had, if Brianna Evigan had been in this movie, I would have like I would have given this like another letter grade. Yeah, but it's yeah. <laughs> because it yeah. her dad exactly. Was like, but um, but uh. But that movie, you know, I—that I, was the funny thing. Like, Deep Star Six is not a good movie. I think Deep Star Six is probably a better movie than this. Probably at le- is at least in the sense that it can tell a story mm-hmm. and we can follow it from point A to point B and not be, you know, and then that. But, but all these movies, they typically start off where we get introduced to the crew. Mm-hmm. This one chose not to do that, which I, like I said, I, I'm cool with that. But then you got to do you got to do something to to help me understand what's going on, and they don't do that. Um,
2: are we supposed to believe that Vincent Cassell's daughter died at some point?
1: Yeah, uh, she does actually find that, like, uh, it looked like it was from, like, a funeral service or a memorial. Okay, uh, and and that he's just guarded about his private life and
2: everything? Is yeah. That, is that what we're sort of supposed to get from that?
1: Yeah, and that's, that's one part where I almost wonder, like, were there, like, I almost wonder if this movie had, like, flashbacks or, you know, something in it that they decided to remove, because I felt like there was more to that than what we actually saw in the movie because there's a little bit when she first finds him and they you can tell they know each other really well because mm-hmm. he's like Nora and um, you know, she's like, you should have gone in an escape pod. You've got your daughter, and then later, when there's something about where he mistake. He says she's fourteen. Yeah. And then Kristen Stewart's like, well, she'd be my age. Yeah, you yeah. Know? So then I knew there was something to that. And then, and then, like I said, she finds that card. Yeah, I, I, uh, I had, I had,
2: uh, thoughts of John Candy and Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, yeah. where he's yeah. talking about his wife and saying, I haven't been home in years and all yeah. that, and uh, you know. Uh, I just didn't understand what the what the reasoning behind I him know. lying about that
1: was because there's so little to it, at least in the version that we saw. I mean, I, I just have no attachment to it.
2: There so. were that was the type of thing when before we know that you know his daughter must have died. I was like, oh, well, that could be something that leads us to believe that he's done something wrong, or yeah. he's he's yeah. lying about something because whatever, and it just never materialized. Or he's like losing his mind. Or he's losing yeah, his mind. Yeah, Either I mean, way, something's wrong with him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, something, and especially so. at the beginning when Kristen Stewart is saying like, you don't. There's a there's a it's hard to tell the difference between waking and dreaming down yeah. here, yeah, and everything. I was like, oh, we well, we might have one of those mind trippy type of things. I don't think the movie would be much better, but um, yeah. But if they were to go that route, maybe no. it would have been I,
1: better. I know what you're saying, or maybe like you said, like maybe he did do something. Maybe he knew about the creatures, you mm-hmm. know. Maybe there was something there, but uh, yeah, no. I think it was just that his daughter died, and
2: and uh, of course, if you want to start getting all philosophical about a movie like this and everything i mean it's your usual um it's your usual i guess what would you call it um is it a i don't know it's a it's almost it's not a morality tale maybe it is i don't know there's there's some there is a there the reason why it's almost like you're getting your. are getting paid back in life by trying to drill in in the natural resources and of oh, course yeah. you're, you're getting punished for trying to uh, you know um, you're getting punished for uh, making money essentially yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in this kind of way where you're raping the world of its natural resources of course monsters that we didn't know about are coming yeah. out to punish you for it and everything
1: well and the monsters themselves I mean they're very um, they're very Lovecraftian like they're very like i that's what i kept seeing i mean they're very cg mm-hmm. first off they don't mm-hmm. but they actually they look okay uh the talk you're talking about where uh which was a ridiculous scene but the scene where uh kristen stewart gets eaten yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Stewart lives, but she does get eaten at a point and somehow her, her helmet survives. Yeah. Um uh that that actually looked kind of cool. That was the one thing yeah.
2: in this that I was like, man, a little bit more of this type of thing <laughs> would have gone a long yeah, way.
1: Because that I'm cool with camp. Like in a in a movie like this, I'm perfectly fine with it just being campy as hell. Like I liked her blasting her way out of there like it was like a Sharknado movie or something. We
2: always see in these situations, the the hero getting swallowed and then the the creature bursting yeah. out. But in this case, we actually saw her getting swallowed. Yeah, which I thought was a really cool touch. Yeah, and everything. And I was like, God, if they could have just done this more
1: often, I would have been <laughs> all over this movie. <laughs> and yeah, and she literally just she shoots her way through uh, mm-hmm. after because it like it. I guess it, I don't know. It's interesting. It kind of like. I don't I can't think what to compare it to but it kind of just forms around her like it kind of like it just starts going down on her whole body mm-hmm. and just kind of forms around her and then she all of a sudden just blasts through it with that gun or whatever mm-hmm. she had. Uh that was another thing though you were talking about the helmets all of a sudden being durable and then also the the uh the red alert thing. Mm-hmm. Um there was a moment where the other the other character the one from Game of Thrones and then and her I guess boyfriend um, they were a couple on the ship together working, and uh, Kristen Stewart's trying to help them. Both of them have had red glowing lights for I don't know how long. Because we even find out they've just been out in the middle of the ocean for a while because she was in that yeah. she was in that ship or whatever for a minute. Yeah, I didn't understand.
2: Um, like they, there was a there was very big discussion as to whether they would even have enough oxygen to yeah. get to the place. And then yeah, she's been at, in the part of the ship while they've been feared lost. Yeah. And then and then suddenly like she catches up to her dragging her boyfriend yeah. through the and it's like, Oh, it's okay. It's they they haven't yeah, lost so, oxygen. So I
1: never really I never really even felt like they were in that much danger even though they were in an insanely dangerous situation Mm -hmm. somehow the movie screwed that up because I never because it was like oh well they'll figure out because and even that whole scene I mean I mean I swear to God that helmet was blinking red forever Mm -hmm. and I mean I don't know I don't know how they made it into the back all the way to the shuttle or whatever they had to get to because they had to go through the monsters which that was part of that scene where she gets eaten Mm -hmm. that whole sequence was actually really pretty well done other than I mean, the CG is a little annoying, Mm -hmm. but um, I've almost kind of gotten used to that, sadly. Yeah. But uh, the idea of them having to, like, walk through these sleeping creatures Mm -hmm. um, that they know nothing about, they don't know how they attack, they don't know, you know, they're just having to do it because they don't have a choice. It's basically like if, like, uh, you had to get through, like, a pit of snakes. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, to get to wherever safety was, and you just and you just had to do it.
2: Yeah, you think maybe this movie has a little bit of pitch black in it too? Oh yeah, pitch black. No, I felt that. Yeah, and then uh, and then we were talking about. Um, it's very
1: Fox, actually. It's just or we Pitch Black might be Universal, actually. So pitch said, black, yeah, it, pitch it black is, is universal. universal. I said that wrong.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but um, it has a little bit of pitch black in it. It's got a little bit of. Um, uh like like you know you're talking about deep star 6 there was in deep star 6 they were talking about how lights i mean i think yeah. the meg even has uh, yeah. has a situation where lights are attracting these uh these things yeah.
1: but deep they, they, that's another like little uh, element in there where lights are a yeah. big deal and i think there is there's and the abyss is very relevant I think mm-hmm. also I mean I, I think it's just a mixture of all these movies um, I mean it also felt very Leviathan with the way the creature was attacking and, and you know mm-hmm. obviously it didn't have the Leviathan I think they actually can become creatures I believe that's the one I don't know I get these very confused they mm-hmm. all came out like the same fucking year yeah too. yeah yeah. But, um, I know <laughs> but um but yeah so it, it definitely has elements of all those things and I mean it it and it's 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 pretty much worse than all of them, actually. Uh, I Leviathan's probably even better. Leviathan's not good either. Mm-hmm. Uh, this just, yeah, this just, this isn't a very good movie. I, I guess, I mean, Kristen Stewart's good. Um, I yes, don't think there's, there's some... I don't think there's much there for her to do, but she, like, she always does. She creates a character. There's one
2: moment in there that I thought that she acted, like, brilliantly, and I thought that yeah. was a really, yeah. it was towards the end, but, like, uh, I thought that was really well done. Um... Uh, But yeah, you're right. She didn't have much to do. And then again, we have another one of these situations, just like I thought about Avengers Endgame. Uh, when uh, there's, uh, they have three people left and two po- only two escape pods are working. Yes, and Kristen Stewart is a, basically has decided she's going to sacrifice herself and everything. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. was thinking about uh, Avengers Endgame when Hawkeye and uh, and and Black oh, Widow, yeah, yeah, yeah. have to fight to to decide who's going to die in the situation.
1: Well, and I do like those escape pod scenes too. Like they seem pretty roomy. Like I don't know, maybe there is something about escape pods and underwater vessels that I just don't have knowledge of but i think that would have been worth an attempt like, Yeah, kristen stewart and uh i'm sorry what was her name again oh um she's uh jessica henwick yeah they could have fit in there together like i, mean, they're I, not, I they're, agree they're i mean they, they probably together actually make up like a normal size person. i agree maybe so.
2: there's something about being underwater and the pressure and all yeah that. that's true that's true the, the other the, the thing not oxygen the other thing that move the movie sets up is that if she doesn't blow up that core at the end those creatures that are like all like yeah. uh, attached to the big the main big one were about to swim up and capture those escape pods. Oh so, okay. So she needed to blow that up uh, or else that would have happened. That's it's true. one of those it's one of those things that's almost ludicrous in movies where they always do that that type of thing. And like I, I was sitting there thinking First off, there's a there's I have a mini pronged thing about this escape pod thing, but um uh first off, even if everybody had shown up alive to this place, yeah. there would have only been two people <laughs> who would have been able to get to so like they're yeah. all necessarily dying essentially for the movie. No kidding. Sake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then uh and then it's like it's like, well, we don't want her to die in vain, so therefore we're gonna have to make it where she makes the ultimate yeah, sacrifice yeah. and everything. It reminded me of passengers a little bit, because in passengers the whole thing they 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 justify Chris Pratt's actions in passengers oh, by yeah. saying yeah, yeah, yeah. by saying, Well, if he didn't wake up Jennifer Lawrence, the whole ship would have blown yeah. up so therefore it was good that he did that you know doing that whole like you know uh results oriented thinking about you know the horrible thing he's done yeah you know but uh but yeah it's one of those things i'm just like god you just just you just constructed this whole thing perfectly didn't you you killed off a bunch of guys and then you have two escape pods at the end and and thank god she stayed back or else she (laughs) wouldn't have and 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 i also wonder if if uh if she had gone and Jessica Henwick had stayed, would she have even noticed that those those creatures were coming yeah, out? So yeah. it's one of those things. Hey, yeah, you had to make Kristen Stewart die. I and think.
1: she was like the engineer too because I think that's the whole thing. She's like I can actually fix these. Yeah. So it's like, well, then why wouldn't you let her try to fix it real quick? Like at least she can go take a look at it. It's not going to hurt anybody, you know? It's, yeah. it's just one of those it's just one of Yeah, you're right. It's a it's like you have to like it's like Kristen Stewart's character. I mean, they set her up immediately as like the sacrificed lamb because you know she's got nobody to go back to and uh, except I guess a dog, and um, which she randomly mentions mm-hmm. uh, named Jim, I think or no, something. Yeah. but uh, she's lost her fiance. She, I don't think she has any children or anything. so and then and then the whole thing about those other two characters, they're together. So well, that's another thing. What if one of them had died, and it's like, oh, we forgot, we haven't even talked about T.J. Miller uh, being yeah. in this movie for like ten minutes. Yeah. But uh, what if it was like her and T.J. Miller? Would they have left T.J. Miller there? Yeah, know? exactly. <laughs> um,
2: it would have been actually interesting to see if there was would have been a fight over the escape pods at the end. If yeah, and we I had actually, more people.
1: I actually, I I will, I will commend the movie for that. Like, they don't have the uh, traditional. Uh, just that asshole crew member that turns on somebody. Yeah. Like, I mean, TJ Miller kind of comes. I mean, I mean, probably just because it's TJ Miller, but he kind of comes off a little cringy, but. I mean, there, he even has a couple of moments where like that when they lose that one, when they lose Rodriguez or I think it's Rodriguez and that maybe that was his name. Not sure. I don't know. When they lose the guy um, and um, he he starts laughing and they're like, what are you laughing at? He's like, oh, there was a joke that he always told that was really stupid. And then he tells the joke and it's like an OK moment, mm-hmm. you know, and you have a lot of those. But I just assumed like Miller was going to try to like get one of them killed to save his own ass or something or yeah. somebody was going to do that. Yeah. And, he, and that never happened.
2: Yeah. He he's the only. I mean, it's one of those. Thank God, it was a mercy killing for his character, and this, in this a yeah. mercy killing for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's just one of those. Like he, all throughout this movie, the thing that just bothered me about him was just how many times he was like, uh, he would do something where. He would pretend something was happening and be like, ha-ha, just joking. Yeah, he's that guy. He's the joker. I fucking hate that shit.
1: Yeah, that was like, uh, that's always the thing, you know, like like in the Friday the 13th films, there's always the prankster. And I
2: kept (laughs) thinking, yeah, I kept thinking that his cry wolf type of thing was going to pay off in some way where he was like he just kept doing it and then by the fourth time yeah. he's like oh my god look at this guys and then like everybody's like eh whatever yeah. and somebody dies because yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah something you know. like that you But they didn't thought. pay that off either He's just an annoying character Oh and his scene was bad too his I mean his his death scene because you really don't I I never could even figure out what it was they were trying like I knew they were trying to get to another place but they didn't do a good job of making that clear like why they could only yeah. go one at a time they had to drag them And then I couldn't really even tell what was, like, you saw something was coming up behind him, but I couldn't figure out what it was that got caught. Like, something got caught, and then he got pulled back. And then there was a cool image where the blood goes into the helmet. Yeah, yeah. um, Which is a really kind of creepy imagery. Mm Mm-hmm. But, uh... There were a lot of stuff like that. There was a lot of stuff like that. There's a
2: point where they're going down that one thing, and there's, like, I guess some wreckage or something in the way... And Vincent Cassell says something like, uh, it's too tight for us to fit. And Kristen Stewart's like, well, I'm the smallest, let me go. And then she goes down in this thing Mm -hmm. and, and there's like, it doesn't, they all end up going the same route she goes. Yeah. She doesn't do anything to, to knock wreckage out of the way or anything like that. She just goes in and says, okay, I'm in here. Yeah. And so everybody else just goes down. Well, they even,
1: I, they even had that part at the beginning where they're crawling through that like ridiculously tight space, and mm-hmm. I think she's the only one that could even fit through all that. But somehow T.J. Miller, who's like four times her we, size, yeah. he's just crawling behind her like it's nothing.
2: Yeah, I just I did I just didn't understand that at all. Like, and again, uh, it it could be just us being old old farts. Yeah. but <laughs> I didn't hear. I must have not heard something right because yeah. I thought that because she was the smallest and she went into that one little area, nobody else was going. Yeah. She was going to have to do something to open up a thing so that they could go to wherever she
1: was. But yeah. that's not what happened. I'm telling you, man, on the not hearing part, I don't think it's just us. Cause I'm telling you that the background noise versus the dialogue, especially for like the first thirty minutes, is not good. Like no, it's com- yeah. Like it reminded me of like. <laughs> Going a little behind the scenes, it reminded me of us getting an edit where, uh, where we have there's background, there's too much background noise over, uh, over narration mm-hmm. over Jeremy, mm-hmm. and uh, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, because I was like, God, I, I just I cannot hear what they're saying. I need subtitles now. I think I think
2: you're right. <laughs> I think there's been some, uh, especially in movies like these, there have been a loss of the the art of the whatever it is. If it's, yeah. it's the it's the the sound mixing. I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. Where they're trying to you you know you I, I would rather hear the people talking than any loud noise that is supposed to get me involved yeah. in the in the movie like i I can I can deal with that if you just tone it down Cause, slightly
1: I mean because what we're hearing is the what they th- I and I don't maybe it actually is an earthquake and then that's where the creatures come from. I guess like that's kind of what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. but whether it's the earthquake or the creatures, that's what we're hearing in the background but you could make that you can make that softer. I mean, you could still have it in the background, but it doesn't have to be like, you know, clank, 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 you Mm -hmm. know, when somebody's giving like important information about what they have to do and we need to know. Um, And then of course you've got, you know, you've got stuff exploding around them and like you know, uh, computers, sirens, and alarms, and yeah. it's just—it's too much. Yeah, it's just the, the sound guy just went overboard. He was like, you know, <laughs> I don't know if they did research on these like underwater labs. Like this is exactly what would happen. Well, and and you have
2: uh, so you have so many different things too, where you have the people who are doing the sound mixing they're listening to it in their studio yeah. and it's at their perfect whatever it is that they and and plus all these people who worked on the movie they probably have read the script and seen many takes and they probably know what's being said and they don't even think about you know, yeah, exactly. oh, they can't hear that. But then, not only do you have a final sound mix, but then it goes into movie theaters, where yeah. they have their own sound set up exactly. and everything,
1: and you don't know who's... And that could definitely be part of it. Yeah. I mean, it could definitely be your theater situation. Some people might listen to this and be like, I had no issues. Yeah, so, yeah. Good, good. Glad. Yeah, yeah. good for you. <laughs> good for you, fuck face. And I'm sure there's things we miss, because I feel like that's the biggest comment we get is, man, you guys must not have been paying attention to this movie. Uh, when we say we don't know things, but, uh, well, yeah, uh, I'm doing my best. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're watching it
2: one time, yeah. watching a million
1: other movies and, yeah. and uh, along with it. And,
2: uh, and then like when it comes and time I, to review something.
1: Yeah. And I mean, this movie isn't really hard to follow in the sense that like, I mean, you'll know, I mean, you get the, you get the basics, um, you know, they need to get from here to here to survive. But all this stuff in between, it's just it's hard to tell where they're where it, it's it's hard to figure out where they are, like in location wise. I I in fact I thought the way when he showed the map, it looked to me like those walkways were covered, mm-hmm. and they were just going to go to like three different stations, and then once they got to that final one, that's when they had to get in the water, and then they just had to walk across. But but they actually got in the water pretty early. Yeah. And so I didn't understand that. Like, I was already and just it, lost. And it could
2: be one of those things where they the, the, the plan was to do that, but Yeah, something was broken yeah. or
1: something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Yeah. But, uh, but um, I, don't, I don't know if there's too much else to talk about, but it's just... I mean, it, I don't know if it's really a wasted opportunity. I don't. I, I don't know what exactly makes this a better movie, but it is a really good. It, for the most part, it's a good cast. Kristen Stewart's really good. I like Vincent uh, mm-hmm. Cassel. Uh, you know, Ocean's Twelve. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe the former Mister Monica Bellucci. I don't know if he's still married to her, but um, he's actually in a really cool movie too. For some reason, I was thinking about this last night when I was watching this because he was in a movie with uh, Jean Reno. In like 2000, 2001, I think it's called Crimson Rivers. Mhm. If anybody wants to look for uh that, uh little little uh little side note to an underrated gem maybe. Uh but uh no, I like him. Uh I don't really like T J Miller, but you know, he's he is what he is. Mm-hmm. And uh the rest of the cast was fine. By the way, Vincent <laughs>
2: Cassell no longer with Vincent Blue Baloo- Bonica yeah. I thought that was right. Two thousand thirteen. I mean, yeah,
1: yeah. I thought I did not think they were together anymore. But he's uh he's very memorable, I believe, in Oceans Twelve. Yes, he is. <laughs> yes, he is. Is he the? Is he like the Frenchman or what is it? Yeah, he's uh, or something. I think
2: that's. I think that's about right. Uh, but yeah, he's. I mean, he's the guy whose uh, oceans team is going up against. <laughs> yeah, yeah. still a Ju- still a jewel, and yeah, he goes through that. He has that big dance sequence with the laser lights. <laughs> um, But, uh, yeah, so anyway, uh, yeah, we didn't like this uh, 2020. (laughs) In fact, there's not very many movies that I'm excited about seeing in January. But uh, But we'll we'll do what we can. Yeah, exactly. Uh, All right, what did you think about this? Go to Sincast presented by CinemaSins on Facebook. We're also on CinemaSense Twitter, Music Video MusicVideoSins Twitter. Uh, we also have SoundCloud and Discord. If you want to go to the Discord, you can go to Facebook and uh, give, uh, ask for a uh, link on the private messages. Or mm-hmm. you can go to Reddit and go to the right side of the page and
1: find a the link there. Uh, Jonathan? Uh, you can reach me on Twitter at Sam Loomis 13 And you can also hear me every week on the Behind the Sins podcast with uh, Danae Hughes and Aaron Dicer.
2: All right. uh, Well, that'll do it for this uh, mini pod. It's uh, Chris Atkinson and Jonathan Watkins. We'll see you next time.
1: Thanks for listening.
2: Comment on our episodes on our SoundCloud page. Check us out on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit. And be sure to visit cinemasins.com.